Hello, and welcome to the Animal Farm Analyzers podcast with Charlotte and Alexandra. Yay! Woo! <laughs> peace of England, peace of Ireland, peace of every land and kind. Hark and well and spread my tidings of a golden future time with the Animal Farm Analyzers. Welcome back to our podcast. Hi, guys. Um, We kind of left you guys off on a cliffhanger last we did. time. It was, yeah. we, everybody was now, wondering what was happening. Now Napoleon's taking over as leader and what's going to happen next. Alexander, do you want to start us off with some more? So the farm is now led by Napoleon and it turns out, it turns out it's not what the animals wanted or was expecting. And they were dealing with humans putting all the animals on the fence. I don't know what that means. What it means mean? dealings with humans put all animals on fence. I know, I know, I just read that. What does that mean? It means like the pigs are dealing, they're making dealings with the humans. Oh, and... yes, they're like, they're making, they're trading with them. Yeah, humans. and it's not, it's not the animals are like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? So should we start off with um, the what's happening in the first few pages of the chapter? So we start off with the quote, all that year the animals worked like slaves. But it's said later on that they're happy because, you know, they are not slaves to the Jones. They are working out of their own free will. Alexandra, what do we think to that? Well, they really weren't working out in their own free will. They were basically being forced by the pigs to do that, and that's not They great. worked for 60-hour weeks, which and is intense. In August, um, Napoleon announced that there would be work um, on Saturdays, I believe, but it was strictly voluntary. But any animal who absents himself, rations were reduced for, by half. So and it's not volunteer work. No, it's very manipulative. Yeah. It makes it sound like to the animals, oh, hey, it's just volunteer work. But no, he's going to cut your rations if, if you, you don't, don't volunteer. Do it. <laughs> so yeah. it's not even volunteer. It's not at this really. Point. At this point, it's kind of more command and dictatorship. It's yeah. not volunteer. Mm -hmm. And then Napoleon announces trade's going to start, right? Yeah, they, they get this man. I forgot. What was his name? Mr. Mr. Pikes? I, no, Mr. No, Mr. Pil Pilkington. Yes, Mr. Pilkington. And Mr. Pilkington's like their money manager. He helps them pay for things because nobody's going to take a trade from a pig. They're going to take it from a man. Yeah. And the man's going to, like, help with that. So they help with the trades and stuff like that. But yeah, that's fine. Uh, no, it's Mr. Winther. Wimper? Wimper. Wimper. Yeah, yeah, we we get the names all mixed up. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we messed up really bad. Yeah, it was Mr. Winford. Um, yeah, but no, Wimper. Wimper. I got that wrong. It's okay. Anyways, so, so yeah. So after the pigs start to trade. Napoleon, like, announces that he has decided upon new policy oh, from onwards. The animals will engage in trade. In a trade. And they'll use... Farms. And they'll mm -hmm. use Mr. Whimper as a middle body. Yeah, a middleman. That's what it's called. And what this means is that the animals have even more, even less involvement or voice in their corners in the government, in their corners um, of the government. And this is bad concerns. because, yeah, it is bad because the government is meant to represent is is meant for representation, 
Um, like democracy or all yeah, of that. Yeah, what's best for like the that. people? And it's an embodiment of the people's words put into action. But it's really not. And even when the young pigs try to raise their voices timidly, but they are promptly silent by the tremorous of the, the growling, the tremorous oh, yes. growling from the dogs. Yes. And <laughs> honestly, when people are afraid to speak their voices, that is bad. When yeah. there are issues, people should speak them. But the problem so is with Napoleon, to. like, you know, saying, no, I'm right, I've got this, everything under your control, we're going to find later that that's actually going to bite him in the butt and he's going to be wrong. But we also have two people after this who embody kind of the theme. And what was our theme for this book, Alexandra? That became you theme. No! The theme of the book is that power can control. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you said the chapter. I was like, there's things from the chapter. No, no. Okay. (laughs) So we're going to talk about two secondary characters. Well, one secondary character and one group of secondary characters. Yes, so the secondary, our official secondary character is Squealer. This is really where we start to see Squealer's true colors, I think, or like start to see him more and more. He's controlled by this And he's controlled by Napoleon. And like he, basically Napoleon's like, okay, if you do all these things for me, you get a piece of this power. And he gets more rights. Yeah. And in the end, you'll find out Squealer was so fat by the end of it. Based on like how much food Napoleon gave him. Mm -hmm. And Squealer is basically used every single second to go over and smooth things over after debates yeah. and things like that. And afterwards, Squealer made a round around the farm and set the animals' minds at rest. And he's saying, he's kind of invalidating their worries, like saying, no, mm-hmm. it's fine, but the it's animals should be allowed to speak their voices. Yeah. And Alexander, do you want to talk about the group of secondary characters? Okay, the group of secondary characters is the dogs. And the dogs act like the KGB. And what is the KGB? We're going to find out now with History with Charlotte. Okay, so quickly, I don't know that much about the KGB. Um, even though I did a mock trial on Russian spies and everything. Oh my gosh, you know Victoria who sings our um, intro song? Yes, I do. She, she, me and her went to head-to-head in this mock trial. <laughs> um, spoiler alert, um, yeah, I lost. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost both trials, but we don't talk about We that. don't talk about her failures. It's yeah, okay. it's, it's only okay. about her successes. Yeah, we don't talk about, like, failures. <laughs> but anyways, the KGB was basically a group in um, Russia during the Soviet Union, so mm-hmm. Soviet Russia. Um, basically came around, and if you were doing something that the government didn't like, they would mm-hmm. attack yeah. and things like that. So they weren't nice people, and no, the dogs basically not. act like the KGB in the sense that they growl at anybody who has anything indifferent to what Napoleon's trying to say. They're such strong and, supporters. <laughs> yeah, but it's sad because they were taking away at six yeah. weeks, and they're like, to be caught this... right, this is what wrong. Yeah, but that's all they know, so they can't really have their own special opinions because they they've don't... been taught this thing. I know, that's like so smart. Which is also really, it's also really smart on Napoleon's part to even think about that. But it's sad, though. Because but it's really he, sad, yeah. It's manipulative. You'll find Napoleon's totally manipulative, and he takes over the poor animals and stuff like that and the kgb um i mean the dogs and all this is really foreshadowing to how much napoleon will try to hold on to that power because he will chapters yeah you'll definitely see it in chapter seven definitely now let's talk about the pigs are getting more real estate oh my gosh so basically they're like okay you know what we're very important and nobody lives in this house so they moved into Jones's house because they felt they deserved more 
Yeah, they said more of a luxury. it was quote unquote. It was absolutely necessary. It suited the um, dignity of, of the, the leader. leader. With and so basically, one of the rules was no animal shall sleep in a bed, and then shall sleep in a bed. And they changed it to no animal shall sleep in a bed with sheets. But they didn't tell the animals that they changed the rules. The animals just assumed, you know. That nothing changed. Like, that was yeah, always there. Because they're not there. smart enough to remember that. They don't have that no, I think, memory. No, they remember oh, that. Oh, yeah, they did. They were just there, like, they didn't want to argue about it. I don't think that it was that they didn't want to argue with it. They just saw that, hey, the rule was that. I guess we remembered incorrectly. And, again, yeah. they feel like because they're not the pigs, their opinions matter less. Mm-hmm. And it's very manipulative and everything. And remember when I said Napoleon will get bit in the butt for not listening to others? Yeah. Guess what happens? He gets bit in the butt. Oh, the yeah. windmill falls down. Aha! Okay, I'm like, I'm we so don't know what you, we don't know what they're gonna but do. I'm but I'm very <laughs> upset about this also because the animals work really hard on that windmill. Yeah, and they all think it's snowball. Yeah, because but it's not. You know, Squeaker and Napoleon and Sight Squealer. Just like no one. I'm no. gonna call him Squeaker from now on. No, but that's the way it's pronounced. Darling, I cannot remember Squealer. <sighs> Thank you so much for Thank listening you for watching. again. Thank you for listening, and not watching. Stay tuned for chapter um, seven. We're on chapter six right now. Chapter seven's a biggie. So it join us biggie. next time. Thanks so much. Thank bye. you. Bye.